Internet, the final frontier. These are the podcasts of Up for a Challenge. It's continuing mission to seek out new dares and new things to do. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Is that good? Uh, all right, I will be back while you look at things from the business. find this coffee. Coffee. I'm just going to write coffee deep space nine because I'm not even sure what to tell it to look for. Trying to remember who uh, I want to say Guldicott would always. Ah, uh, Rock to Gino. That's it. Rock to Gino? It was called Rock to Gino. So like a cappuccino, but with rocks. Let me just double he, check. He subliminally heard oh, that. Oh, it's not. It's it is Rock to Gino, but it was actually a Klingon coffee. But it was popular on the Deep Space Promenade. Mm. On Deep Space Nine, it was Rock Cause, to Gino because Worf was there. Worf was there in that series. Yeah, but he? they he did. Yeah, he joined the last like two or three seasons. But he uh, they were drinking mm. it before that because I remember right that was like their go to drink at the bar because they didn't want to drink the synthanol or the whatever whatever it was. Rock to Gino. Yep. Rock to Gino. Cappuccino made from rocks and huh. Klingon babies. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. I feel so, the uh, warrior spirit within. Yes, sorry. <laughs> so we uh, we were watching um, BBC America has been showing Doctor Who like 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. So uh, my brother is sick because he's got the sinus infection. So he comes out every once in a while. So we were watching it last night. My brother half asleep on the couch. Kayla trying to watch it and trying to understand it. And poor yeah. Charlie... Uh, she, uh, they took her to the doctor this morning. She's got a sinus infection and an ear infection. No. So she, so she was hilarious to watch last night because she's so tired. She's so tired, but she's was in pain, so she wouldn't go to bed. Like, so she was like drunk girl trying to stay awake. <laughs> and so, yeah. So as as my, as occasionally something would happen on the screen too, and Kayla mm-hmm. would ask a question. So my brother would just reflexively pause it so that I could turn and explain to Kayla what was happening or what the relationship was. Mm-hmm. And then then my brother would start it again. So we were a very weird, we were a very weird uh, sight last night. Oh, I was in a horrible way. I got a migraine last night. Oh. <clears throat> and that's why I sound all gravelly because after a migraine, I always get run down a little bit. Sure, yeah. It's like, I'm so glad we're doing a podcast and I sound so sunny. <laughs> well, I'll try to be that. I'll be the sunny one today. I know. Cool. Cool. We'll <laughs> I'll, switch. I'll be the, yeah. I'll be the happy and bright and aloof one. Tra-la-la. 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 So is that what you think? I'm aloof? <laughs> I'm aloof. What? I exfoliate. You're aloof. <laughs> you are. I think that's my word for this entire break. Everyone is aloof. Everyone is aloof. Except mm-hmm. for me. I'm the only one that's willing to engage. Engage. Enga- engage. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's a way to tie it together with the rock to Gino. I know, right? Jeff's not back on. We can't t- confirm. He did yell it out, though, didn't he? You said. Yeah, I thought he subliminally heard it. He might have heard by me. By us talking about and then was like, oh, is it this? 
Because, you know, little, like, your subconscious hears things and, like, your little gremlins work. I go, yeah. and then it, well, I, I can I only imagine sincere, what the video feed is of me doing I this. always sincerely believe, too, there's, like, that group <clears throat> mind, that group think stuff, you know. Because there's times when I've had, mm-hmm. like, an idea for, like, a show or, like, uh, I don't know, something, a something. And all of a sudden, like, three months later, it exists out in the world. And I'm like, I, yeah. I didn't tell anybody about it. But, you know, but the I guess universe, it was just, I guess it was just an yeah, an idea out there, and everyone just kind of grabbed onto it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jeff. What did everyone grab onto? Adam's what? <laughs> the universal um, mitochondria. Yeah, the universal mitochondria. <laughs> I see. Hey, was the answer to the trivia question today rock to Gino? It was. Yes, we were just like, speaking about right, that. Right when you screamed it out was right when I found it on my phone, and when I read it, I was like, oh, of course. So you read it as... I found it, which was very strange. <laughs> and well, I think I vaguely other... heard you say something like the word, uh, mm. and because the, of the delay, by the time I said it, you had long <laughs> since found it. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Because we've got the delay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the thing, <clears throat> well, the interesting fact, because we were trying to find it, uh, it was actually it was a Klingon coffee. It was just very popular on the Deep Space Nine promenade. All the different officers and Odo and everybody would drink it. But um, mm. yeah, got to have them uh, uh, waking hours when you're on yeah. patrol on DS Nine. If you're on the <laughs> night shift, the late shift, working on the night. It's always night moves. in space. <laughs> trying to catch them gray spoonhead blues. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're in space, it's a it's a dark void, right? So they'd have to have like a light cycle, but that's assuming that everyone has a human light cycle, and so yeah, you know? well, that's what I even had that yeah, I even had that yeah, because it's like whose whose calendar year and and rotation do you set it to? I even had that question. Uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special. There was a reference to one night on a certain planet is twenty four years. I'm like, well, who's twenty four years? Mm. You know, so, but whatever. I was thinking too hard. <laughs> I should have right. just gone, aw, because that's what the line was supposed to that's make a, you do. Oh. <laughs> was it good? I haven't seen it yet. Was it but delightful? I feel nothing. It was very good. It was, I okay. enjoyed it quite a bit. And I won't cool. say anything more I'm looking more than forward that to seeing it. Because people have been very kind and haven't spoiled anything about Star Wars for me yet, which I'm going to go see this afternoon finally. Yay! So. All right. Yeah. Hey, speaking of this afternoon, we're going to see Ben <clears throat> this afternoon. Ooh, so we are. We'll say hello to him. Cool. Are you going to yeah. lift him up in a chair and do all the, the wedding stuff? That's... Well, we're in his grandma's house, so <laughs> I don't know. In his, in his opa's house? Opa! Yeah, Is he opa! <laughs> he can be whatever he wants to be. He might be. Oma. He we can do all, Oma. We can Oma. do all the Oma. religions. There we go. That's what I meant. All right. Are you ready to go live? Oh, we're not sure. live yet. We're just entertaining. No. We're just entertaining. Yeah. This is all this is all pre-roll now. Jeff never gets to be oh, part of the pre-show, so he wants to be yeah. part of the pre-show. I don't. Are we ready? <laughs> yes, yeah. We're ready. Adam, you did interpret that line reading correctly. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> all right, here we go. Starting broadcast. In I hit three, the button. Two. One. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to say one. Delay. Delay. Wait for it. <laughs> Going live eventually. Live! Are you live? You got live that. before me. Yay! <laughs> I All right, we are live. <clears throat> Welcome. We might as well just keep talking about Rack to Genos. Yeah, Rack to Gino. Is I'm it Rack to Genos or Rock to Gina? I think it depends. Both. I don't like it when I see a movie 
and uh, and someone says someone's name as it is written on the page and says it differently from another character who is reading it as who is saying the name as it was written on the page because sure. you mm-hmm. assume that the only way you learned this other character's name was by hearing it. And mm-hmm. I've actually heard, I think, Patrick Stewart on some Star Trek thing somewhere do do that, where he would say a name that someone yeah. else had said earlier, and unless he read it somewhere, which in the context of the story I don't think happened, he said it, or some maybe it wasn't him. He's he, he's too good of an actor for that, but anyway. <laughs> but then again, we all do get tired. So maybe yep. it was one of those 3 a.m. next-gen I mean, shoots, hasn't seen his family in a week. Don't, doesn't everybody in the the original Star Wars call Han Solo Han? Because I distinctly remember Leia going, I know Han, that Colt 45 does. After what Han. you did to Han. <laughs> no, but like, but like Leia Han. goes, oh, when, when she's with Landon, she's like, you think we're going to trust you after mm-hmm. what you did to Han? And Han. then it changes to Han. I'm just saying... Well, in fairness yeah. to Carrie Fisher, I saw her yeah. in, in an interview on a press junket, and she said uh, she was uh, she was drunk most of the time when they were filming The Empire Strikes Back. Really? Like, wow. She said she was drunk the majority of the time. <laughs> so um, she, she had said, a rough go, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's better now. Uh, yeah, my understanding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's always a struggle, but yeah. And you know what? I just learned too. Well, not just learned, but I guess maybe a month ago now. But I'm just sharing it that um, her daughter is uh, Lord Lord. Oh wait, is it something Lord Billy Lord? That's her name, isn't it, Billy Lord? And she was she was the girl on Scream Queens that Your had story, the earmuffs man, on all the know. time. I didn't Which, watch Scream okay. Queens. Oh, wait, okay. the the Little Miss Sunshine? No, no, that's Abigail Breslin. She okay. was she was the girl that everyone said her teeth had or her vagina had teeth. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> sorry. No, no. The girls in the sorority, the queen bee, would mercilessly make fun of the two Chanels because oh. she didn't bother to learn their name. I thought you meant and, like right. OK Magazine was saying that about the okay. person. Because there's the tiny, oh. there's the tiny blonde one <laughs> who uh, used to be on American Horror Story. Right, she was the and, she was the head head one that everyone she was terrible. Right. I mean, terrible in a there, good way. Right then there was Little Miss Sunshine. Then there was Leah Michelle, who was like the nerd. I don't know. I have I've only kind of watched one episode, so I just I sure. know. And then there's the other one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I like that we're keeping with the tradition so that the I other try one? to go with as neutral of a background as possible. <clears throat> Sarah's kind uh-huh. of in the middle with the door, and Adam always has stuff. Yeah, I always. Well, I have lots I'm in of my cool childhood stuff. room, so. Which and will be appropriate in... for today's <laughs> challenge. And it I am be... in a child's room. <laughs> I've got like I could I could rotate I could rotate my screen around and we could see uh, what little Sarah. I don't know was that like, we have the bandwidth to handle that. I will that save right that. I know I will. But save I did that bring for a uh, to make it feel like home. I did bring a piece of the uh, of the studio with me. <laughs> so. That's no, nice. And there we go. Oh, my sound is back. Ooh, yeah, it's so much yeah. better now. Ooh, yeah, right. right? Sounds it's so really good. absorbing. I sound so hamburglery. Mmm, robble, robble. Oh, I'm a big purple guy. I made a milkshake. I think he was. I think Grimace was made a milkshake. Uh, I I have a voodoo doll that I kept in my desk. Is Why that, the high school years? Someone. Is it me? Um, 
No, someone went to to somebody uh, made a pasta to Nolans and and like for something and and got it for me because they knew I like to collect cultural things like from around the world and so they got me this. Meanwhile, I have stolen a mug from the kitchen. I just like that he has. I I would like to say um, he has curly hair that's kind of crazy. It, all, it looks so. like a halo. I, it's a little distorted oh, on my it? end, but it, <laughs> <laughs> he's got big curly hair. Uh huh. So well, what know. happens if you pull his arm? I don't know. He doesn't really have arms. He's kind of like a scarecrow. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Well, then you will miss but the him most of all. The pin is in his heart, so there you go. Right. Uh, oh, so uh, all. Well, um, speaking of childhood rooms and things, and rock the genos and random things and speaking of impossible segues um well done <clears throat> sarah and adam you had a challenge this week to uh get to know each other a little better and, yeah uh, and uh i believe it was through a series of phone calls and you'll tell us all about it but as i when last we left our heroes i remember that you guys were going to call each other <clears throat> once a day for like 15 minutes or so yeah. um and adam i don't know if you stuck to it or not but we'll find out Adam said he had a barrage of questions that he uses uh, traditionally in devising uh, theater pieces that he might use, and uh, and and so I just thought I'd see you know what happened and uh, and are you still speaking to each other? <laughs> I will no, take my we are answer not. off the air. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'm back. I'll go on for the good of the show. Oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we just did the same joke. Oh, we did? Awesome. Well, good. Well, that's what happens when you talk to each other every day for a week. Well, we've at least avoided the alternate timeline, Adam, where you are a, 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 a mountain man holed up away somewhere that we don't see I'm for a decade. I'm still not convinced that the, that all timelines no, will we, converge I think we upon had a close that shot. one at some point. <laughs> we had a close yeah. shot there, but now I think, well, I think we've lured you uh, out of the... <laughs> we'll talk about that one one day. Maybe yeah. that was a warning shot. All right. It all right, was. Right. Across the bow. Okay. But back yeah. to back to this challenge. Uh, so uh, you are speaking to each other, and you did speak to each other this week. And uh, yes. what happened? I'm going to sit back here in my fancy uh, therapy chair. And, and it was good. Uh, it the first time we spoke, because we commented on it during our other conversations, we were both very socially awkward, and we just sort of talked about um, superficial things. It was literally the conversational, like that we talked about the weather. We touched on yeah. politics very briefly, like it was literally the. You literally sort of... talked about the weather. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was kind of extreme, but the weather was sure. extreme. Not the. Co- to... I mean, the conversation was delightful, but <laughs> the but conversation yeah, to... was extreme. Yeah. To be fair, where you guys are, you have been under flood watch for a week now, so it 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 was something to talk about, but. We, we yeah, we're both... actually floating right now. We're we're <laughs> on a lazy river right yeah. now, so it's good. But yes, but we we did talk, and so yes, yeah, so the um the, you know the the requirements for the week was that we talked. We actually FaceTimed, because mm-hmm. uh, Sarah refuses to talk on a phone, um, and we actually face. Or Sarah calls it face chatting, <laughs> right? We face chatted. <laughs> so we we the minimum was we had we had to FaceTime for a minimum of fifteen minutes every day, mm-hmm. um, and there were some days where we just could hit the minimum because. To be fair, this is Christmas week, so maybe it was a strain. Maybe it was an unfair extra challenge to try and layer on to that, you know, meeting for fifteen minutes. But there were some days where we went like as long as like forty minutes, and there were some mm-hmm. days where it was the perfunctory fifteen. 
but right. yeah, yeah. But but Sarah and I, like, we probably talked. We were uh, talked for about thirty minutes or more mm-hmm. that first day. But then we both commented on that Tuesday when we reconnected again that it felt like it was a very surface level conversations there were a couple of moments where it was like it would start to go a bit deeper and then we would like steer away from that Mm -hmm. so and we both because we we comment on how socially awkward we we were it's almost like uh like a weird first date but Mm -hmm. like not you know what i mean it's because you're trying to get to know someone and you want to be like delightful and charming or whatever the fuck you want to be and (laughs) You know, it sounded to me actually like a middle school dance. Yes, it was very much like we're we're doing this. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Leave enough the room thing for the we Holy actually Spirit. Came here to do is to get to know each other, but let's right. let's not do that. Let's talk about the yeah. punch. Well, it's like I mean, it's like we were going through the motions of it, mm-hmm. um, and and anytime you know we. I don't know, sensed any deeper conversation, we ran away from it. But again, it's also, I mean, that's a, it's it's a bit of a weird challenge to put on people. You know, we were. Mm-hmm. Says the I, guy I mean, who issued I, the challenge. <laughs> I, it, but it is, but it is, you know, we're asking, you know, because the, the requirement wasn't to have deep and meaningful conversations. The requirement was just to talk for 15 minutes every day. And if it went that direction. And again, coming back to the questions, um, I opted not to go that way just because it it felt like the first day was going to be a check-in anyway. And then after mm-hmm. the sort of mood and nature of the first day, it felt like that was not the way to go because I didn't want to make it – I didn't want to make the whole week seem like an interview. Yeah, um, like clinical. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. so so I made the choice after that first day to kind of, I guess, mm-hmm. not do that and just try and listen and be engaged and just, you know, bounce off of each other. Um, yeah. But, you know, going and that back. That was nice. But I, I like that we we acknowledged that we both had the discovery and realized we don't really talk to people on the phone and we don't really, you know, like my Talk to a lot are, of people in general. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're I mean, not anti-social, you were saying, but, you know. Right, but because you were saying a large part of your day, at least right now, that's going to change a little bit with new jobs, but mm-hmm. a large part of your day is being at home. And a large part of my day is, yes, I go to a place and I work and I'm interacting with teaching artists and stuff. But once I come home and on the weekends, I'm pretty much by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, unless I'm talking to you guys for a podcast – I, you know, I'm singing to myself in the house. I may be, you know, muttering to myself or saying things out loud. But you know what I mean? I'm not engaging with another person. So right. I really walked away from that first night going, I don't I don't think I know how to talk to people anymore. I've I've lost the art of conversation, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. Not that I was ever great at it to begin with, but you know. Don't judge. I had that experience no at a party recently. I was yeah. on the couch and I I looked at Aaron and I said, I don't know how to social anymore. Yeah. What do I do? (laughs) But, you know, but but it's, yeah, I mean, and I look at, you know, I have a friend named Chet, and um, he's been divorced for almost 20 years now, and he's been single that whole time. And he's got a routine. He lives by himself. He's got a son. Um, I mean, and it's the same thing. He's not particularly antisocial. He has friends, uh, you know, but he mostly stays at home. You know, and he's comfortable mm-hmm. with that existence. And I, I, I don't know. I guess 
this challenge then made me confront that idea a little bit that, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, my, my, my living situation, my setup and what it is, is kind of like that for the last, you know, five, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe six or seven years. It's been sort of winnowing to that. I mean, and part of that was what where I was living when I was still back in Columbus. You know, I lived in a I lived out in the middle of nowhere, right in Harris County. I mean, it was a twenty minute trek to get there. So yeah, um, you know, but but again, it was just part of the sort of natural order of my life that I tend to be isolated. I guess. And mm-hmm. is that something that you're looking to change now, or was there anything that it's, was brought um, to light about? Uh huh. I was going to um, say, is there any, just to finish that, is there anything brought to life about the way you're living right now that you are now looking to change? Um, I, I think uh, for me, it's I would I I want to have still the option, or you know what I mean. I don't want the fact that I tend to be withdrawn from social situations to be a result of fear or that's just what I do as opposed to it being a choice. You know what I mean? That I mm-hmm. can choose to engage or I can choose to be alone, but I'm not defaulting to one because it's a, it's a default. You know what I mean? Like I'm not doing it out of a place of fear. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, that mm-hmm. does make sense. I mean, yeah. And I don't know how many people you know up there in Charlotte now that, I mean, outside of work, I don't know who you, who you hang out with or if you hang nobody. out with people or yeah nobody uh, are, are there people around that like are your age like contemporary wise or be, i mean I, the reason I'm, I'm i'm probing is actually because uh i see an interesting overlap uh with sarah and and sarah mm-hmm. stuff that you've talked about before where and, you know you you want to hang out with people but there's sometimes a disconnect yeah. on on how to how to get there and how to how to do that because sure. we're all yeah. at the ages where a lot of friendships are established and people have their circles and they go do what they do. And that was right. a large part of our Tuesday conversation. So take it, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it was just yeah. yeah. Like I was talking about how you know I I try to have relationships with people and I feel like I always try to invite them over or I try to you know invite them to go do something. But I feel like when it's reversed, I'm never the person people call to hang out with or like hey come let's go do something you know what I mean and so like it really kind of gets in your head of well what's wrong with me that I'm you know what I mean that I'm not you know what I mean like even though like I try to be inviting and I try to be like where's the disconnect and I realize that like I can sometimes come off as being cold and blunt, and that's never my intention, but I'm just very honest, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that, but it just it bums you out, you know? Like, you try to connect with people, and it's either you're too much for them, or, like, they're also socially awkward, and so then you just have a bunch of lonely, socially awkward people. Well, there's not just that. Home. There's something that ties the two of you together, something else that ties the two of you together as far as the behavior pattern goes and, and your life. Um, you both went away from from home base. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, Adam, I know you're not originally from Columbus, but you you did establish a pretty large kind of home base there. Um, mm-hmm. And then after college, a lot of our mutual friends dispersed. Um, and and then when you moved to Harris County, you were sort of on your own. I mean, I know you had gone to Kentucky before then, in between then and stuff. Um, yeah. But a lot of your base spread out. 
And then you moved to, like, move moved to Kentucky uh, after being isolated in Harris County. And so your base was even more gone. And now you're in uh-huh. Charlotte, again, where you don't know people. And Sarah, you... Um, you went to North Carolina, <laughs> actually, mm-hmm. you know, for school, which was not where your home base was. And so you yep. had to make a whole new social circle, which you had. But then you went to, was it California was next? California was next, yeah. California was next. And your social circle that you had developed uh, on the entire other side of the country, because North Carolina and Georgia, it's not too far. You could make that work. But now yeah. you were all the way on the other side of the country. And then you went to Oregon. And so, so you guys... I think kept taking what I think is the really interesting adventure of going somewhere new and meeting new people and mm-hmm. um, stuff that I think a lot of people would be envious over that maybe yeah. did not take that chance. And hmm. maybe some of the reason people don't take that chance is, is the result of not having a, a social base like mm-hmm. that. But I, I, I celebrate the adventure that you guys went on by dropping yourselves intentionally in these new places. And now maybe we're dealing with, the fact that both of you are are socially figuring out, well, wh- well I also who's my think base, it's, where's my base? Right. But it's also, and we talked, Adam and I talked about this, is that we get antsy after a certain amount of time because, like, yeah. we're used to, like, I'm used to moving after a couple of years. And so, like, Atlanta is sort of like the, I've decided to be in the city, and now I'm, you know, I'm making like social friends that like we all meet and go to trivia but like i've yet to establish my inner circle i don't know <laughs> it sounds like you know there are friends but they're not uh not my friend or whatever whatever what is it he's a friend of mine he's a friend of ours it's reverse right for the mafia go with me on this one okay. <laughs> yes this little this little thing of ours cosa nostra right. yeah Right, right. So, <laughs> wait. I thought that was. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of the ear pull. That's Carol Burnett. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, the, no. That's a different. That's a different mafia. Yeah. <laughs> Her and but Tim it, Conway. You know, yeah. And like my best friend right now is um, in Australia, and like you know we talk when when we can, and I know like wherever she goes or whatever, like we'll always be friends and we'll always make time for each other. But I miss. Because she's my, like, she's my other person that's, like, I know I can be, like, hey, you want to go do this today? And we'll, you know, she's the person who calls and says, hey, you want to go do this, you know? But other than that, I don't have anyone. And I don't ha- I haven't had anyone in this country in three years. So it's, it's, it's different, <laughs> yeah. you know? But, but yeah, so, but, you know, and so that was some of the thing. Yeah, I, I. I think, Jeff, you put it very succinctly. That was great. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we touched on that a little bit over our conversations, that idea of being antsy and, and, and I guess trying to strike that balance of we, we, we tend to have a dissatisfaction that maybe creeps in every three to five years about, uh, I don't know, location or what we're doing or, you know, um, and then we just kind of act on it. But then you're right, there's... Both the thing that is a positive about that, not having a lot of deep connections so that you can just jump up and move Mm -hmm. because you don't have to worry about a spouse. You don't have to worry about children. You don't have to worry about any Mm -hmm. of that stuff. You just up and go is both can be a con because then it means that you're not putting down 
roots, necessarily yeah. yeah deep roots in a place yes you make you're making connections yes you're making friends and so i you know i kind of you know i was talking about that a little bit with sarah as well that i feel most of my investment with uh, relationships with significant others because of things that have happened in the past, I feel maybe ones that have happened after that larger event have been maybe less shallow. And I, I've, mm-hmm. I've told you this story before, Jeff, and Sarah laughed when I, you know, but literally the person <laughs> talking about Star Trek again, um, the person that I, uh, um, you know, uh, dated uh, and I use that term very, very loosely and casually because of what I'm about to say. Uh, after the the big breakup, I I basically put it to this person in these terms because I didn't know if I was I wasn't ready to like date anybody again. But there was a bit of a connection there, so I, I explained it to her this way, and I said, "Okay, imagine we are on a deep space mission, all right? And you know, <laughs> the Enterprise could be out for like two years at a time." And everybody on the ship goes, you know what, Uh, we're going to be with these, you know, however many hundreds of people that are on this ship. And uh, and we've got a little bit of a connection and we've got these two years together. So we know that there's an end date on this. So let's just commit to these two years. And then whenever we get back to port, you know, go our separate ways. And so the other person was like, "Okay, sure. Like they agreed to that because they they were also a you know Star Trek science fiction type nerd like myself, and um, and they bought it. And then what started to happen was they they developed deeper feelings, and I think I was really ready to I was really capable of at that time, and so I kind of ended it. But um, but again, that was sort of the that that's the headspace I was in. And while I feel there were some people after that where I maybe did have deeper feelings for um I, maybe it wasn't quite as deep or uh, me jumping in as completely as maybe i could have i'll say that yeah right right so um during your conversation we had someone jump in and out of the live stream so i don't know if it was scott or not <laughs> oh nice <laughs> that's our I next game scott or not scott or not <laughs> But, um, yeah, so about, like, talking about things, I told Adam about my Portland experience and Mm -hmm. why, um, because I realized I always referenced it, and he didn't know, so I got to share with him that adventure of many life Mm -hmm. lessons. Um, But, yeah, because that, it's funny that you talk about, you know, your deep space mission, because after I came back from Portland. Which was great, which was a great mm, analogy. Yes. (laughs) Deep space. Uh, no, but like and after that. So when you came back from your deep space, yeah. Right. It was, I I was really, um, I didn't know how to trust or be around people. Like I was really sort of very raw and very, I had seen the worst of humanity. And it was sort of like, well, I don't know. And then like at around the same time when I got back, this girl I had been friends with with 10 years turned out to sort of have some of the same habits and qualities as um the person i left portland (laughs) and it was very heartbreaking and i still have i still have a lot of heartbreak about that situation that that friendship turned so sour but after those two things it was sort of like fuck people and i like people i generally like people but after you know thinking someone's something and not and then having someone you've known for 10 years turn out not to care about you in the way that you care about them it was sort of it was a double whammy and yeah. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Then karma gave me Jeff because it owed me one, and so we're okay now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I was just thinking while you guys were both telling your your stories uh, about about being out there, um, out there, out there. Um, Listen, I was Barnaby. just thinking, and I I want I do want to hear about how the rest of the week is going, but um, I wonder if it's occurred to you guys both that you know so so now you're back from outer space. <laughs> um, yes. And yes, you will survive. But also, you know how when you first get off a boat and you've got your boat legs, right? Mm-hmm. And um, all of your instincts are, and all of your all of your reactions are still are still moving towards where you just were. Um, and I, at least I experience this. And so sometimes it's hard to be where you are, which we talked about last week. Um, which means it's definitely really hard to purposefully feel like you're a, a meaningful part of where you're going. And what is interesting to me about both of your lives right now is that, yeah, you 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 went on a kind of adventure, and now both of you are somewhere where potentially um, you could put down uh, not super deep roots if you don't want to, but you could at least you know get some real heavy boots and put some big chunks in the earth. And uh, yeah. and and make an interesting path, and the people that that might be in the next thirty years of your life mm-hmm. might be where you are already, and you just haven't met them yet. And right. they might be the people that go on to wherever you do go next if you don't <coughs> stay geographically where okay. you are. Yeah. Uh, um, but that's hard. It's a hard mindset to be in when you're in a in a living out of a backpack mentality, which yeah, which I understand, which I understand because I, I I was kind of not that I was going as far out or whatever, but um, I was very comfortable on tour and coming back and like knowing that I wasn't going to live in that house forever in Columbus and all this kind of stuff. Like I was like, okay, well I never know when I'm going to go, and I used to always have a suitcase literally just packed and ready to go. I think Sarah, you did the same. Um, mm-hmm. And at some point, I stopped doing that, um, and it took me a minute to be okay with letting that go. Anyway, blah blah blah. The rest of the week, how did the rest of the week go? Yeah, <laughs> it well, was good. You know, it had its ups and downs. I think because we both were exhausted from Christmas cheer and and stuff. Because uh, Christmas was Christmas, we didn't even hit hit fifteen minutes because um, I was out until like midnight and. Yeah. We were having connection problems, and I realized something that I was really bad because I would always wait for Adam to call me because I'm horrible at calling people. It's yeah. just not my nature, and I felt bad when he's like, "Yeah, I'm always calling you," and I'm like, "Crap, sorry." <laughs> yeah, so I I out of because we we had we had made a schedule to uh, check in at eleven that night, and yeah, and I I felt because it was so late at night, and I was typically always the one calling you. I backed off a little bit, and so finally around eleven thirty, I finally called, and Sarah was in the midst of something, and so was going to call back, but I I was exhausted. I'd been up since mm-hmm. like on Christmas Day it was, and I was just friggin' exhausted, and so I then missed the call back, and I wasn't. I was also kind of not in a great headspace too because of some things that had happened here mm-hmm. that day. So um, it was just I was pissy because the call was late. I was pissy because of things that had happened here, and so it was uh, it was literally just like a 
check in. Just hit right. the bell. <laughs> Bing. Bing. We'll see you tomorrow. Bing. Well, it's interesting <laughs> yeah. because I think this was an ex- interesting ex- exercise and uh, a kind of social bravery for, for you, Sarah, because um, not to say too much, but there are times where I, I really have seen you struggle with making the initial contact um, on something as simple sometimes as a phone call. And you'll delay it, and you'll delay it, and you'll delay it, and you'll delay it until the other person takes the initiative, which sometimes doesn't yield great results because it's like, ah, now I'm in a crappy situation because this person's mad at me because I waited to get in touch with them. And you never go so far as to say this, but sometimes I I observe it seems to be, I could be wrong, because you you are nervous about what that... Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, from an outsider, that just seems to be what... What happens? I don't know if it's true or not. Like calling but... new people, I hate. I hate the idea of calling new people because <laughs> it's you know I hate phone conversations. I just do, <laughs> and I used to love them as like a like a girl. I love to talk on the phone, but I was also seeing these people every day too. But then when you take that out of the equation, it's really like you're listening to a person's voice, and that's great, and you're trying to connect to them, and that's great. But you're still like you still miss that. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, because mostly what would happen is the people I would call would then put me down and put me on speakerphone and go about their life. And I hate that. I hate the invention of speakerphone. (laughs) I abhor it because it's like if someone is taking the time to call you and you place them on speakerphone and go about your life, it, to me, makes me feel like I'm not worth your time. And it's not an occasion that we're speaking. It's like, oh, whatever. I can just right, right. talk speaking at you of, and not be with you. Speaking of talking at you, uh, Scott is in the chat room. <laughs> yes, because he has mind powers. He dropped in and out earlier because he was he kind of dropped in the middle of the show, so he wasn't mm-hmm. he wasn't entirely sure what was going on because we moved the record time earlier. But yeah, um, so anyway, so he's around. Um, uh, is I forget how far down the week are we at this point? How far? Like how many? conversations oh in. oh uh i mean Seven? we talked every day every day uh, yeah i mean yeah i mean it was six days of checking in and if you count the pre-show things we do on sunday i guess mm-hmm. you could count eight you could count eight conversations i guess okay C- uh, so my, my question is is so what now what now um what did you learn about each other in a sort of a what what's what's one big thing maybe you learned about each other and um and and what what's the practical thing to take out of this going forward well well i say um we end the conversation right now walk away and never speak to each other again cool that's, that's going to make I'm, new year's putting, really <laughs> awkward i'm putting it on the table now okay All right. uh, so yeah for new year's we'll just sit back to back and like we won't acknowledge each other we'll just sit like this <laughs> sipping our tea right that like that yeah. kermit meme that's like you know that always has some mm-hmm. sassy thing underneath while they're sipping their well we make the joke tea. but was there ever a concern because the initial question was sometimes you're connected by a person and you wouldn't mm-hmm. be otherwise but was there was there ever even in the back of your head somewhere, uh, an actual concern that, oh, we might discover something about each other that is just polarizing and that is just mm-hmm. actually going well, to make things impossible. I'll say this. I, I don't think we discovered anything that would make it impossible. 
I don't know if, I, from my point of view, my perspective, I don't know if I can say definitively that we would be friends outside of what is connecting us. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think part of that is me just going, well, it, it is what it is. We are connected because of this thing. So I can't, I mean, yeah, we could kind of like hypothesize, but I don't know. It just, so I can't, I can't say definitively. Um, right. um, and I, but I'll also say that maybe something I learned or discovered this week um, in uh, getting a, a, a more detailed, I guess, explanation of the events in Portland, um, I asked you or pointed out, I was like, uh, eye contact. I talked about mm-hmm. eye contact because I was like, one thing that always uh, frustrated me when at least, you know, like when I first met you, which I don't. I lose complete track of time, but you know, when it was like three I, or four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah, cause it was, yeah. Cause that would have been before oh. I moved back to Lexington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was difficult. It was difficult to have conversations with you. And especially cause Jeff was in the room and I, we talked about this cause mm-hmm. Sarah could be in the middle of a talking to me, a conversation with me and then all of a sudden break eye contact and start talking to you. It was like I had vanished and it was frustrating because of the the wandering focus. And so it felt like I, I don't know, it felt aloof. It felt aloof. I used to have the same problem uh, when I was, when I was a courting, trying to get her to go to uh, sushi or dinner with me uh, yeah? afterwards. You we'd weren't say, sure we'd what have the all answer these conversations. was? No, but that's not Well, no, fair, we'd have these though, conversations. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have these she had a lot on her mind okay that's fine that's sure true. but um we would have these conversations like oh right yeah well we should go to sushi after rehearsal or whatever and i'm like yes please let's go to and sushi, after rehearsal great. you would go and talk to your ex-girlfriend so sometimes. like oh yeah sometimes so you should jeff you should stop talking <laughs> I, I should. as your friend but you should then... shut up <laughs> <laughs> but there would be times no, where i would just, feel like it was like, like we okay bye kids and like we were around kids and i would wait around for a bit but then it was sort of like i was just mentally exhausted and then he was having conversations with aaron and Kristen, and i was like all right i guess i'm going yeah so because you know, it was like 10 o'clock at night and for me it's like you go to dinner and it's like eight or nine but like yeah. 10 i was like oh i don't think anything's open and then <laughs> Yeah, and there wasn't. I didn't know I, um, didn't know I was sending mixed signals. It was not my intention. But that's so, why I'm going to die alone with no friends. So, so I'll just go. say that based on the conversation, having a better understanding, I guess, of um, you know where you were in your life at that time and what you were coming out of, I, I it was a I don't know it it was good information to have. You know what I mean? Because mm. you stop. Because then I stopped taking the behavior personally because there was something else behind it. You know what I mean? Because um, from my perspective, I was just like, this bitch won't look at me. What's wrong <laughs> with me? <laughs> what's, what's wrong with her? What's, why, what's going on? You know? And so there were just too many questions. So, um, so I'd say that was a discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I learned that we were more similar... Um, and it's funny because we we have similar opinions on a lot of things, and we I don't know we have similar flighty tendencies, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but that like <laughs> like uh, with connection, it's very it's it's hard. I've noticed yeah. that it's hard, and so I I find it interesting because I think we would eventually be friends outside of yeah. uh, 
even if we didn't meet Jeff, because eventually we would have taught together at the Springer or... Through sheer force of will on your part, Sarah, would you just kind of keep reaching out? Because <laughs> I guess Maybe, he had to I be mean, like, you know, oh, I don't know. I, te- Sarah, I like, text mm-hmm, more than I... Something. I like. I like. I love the invention of texting. Like, I, I love to... I'm a texter. Um, because I always have a million thoughts, you know, a minute. And when I'm texting, it's like I have to be concise. Whereas, like, on a phone conversation, I, I can be really ADD because I got a lot going on up here. So texting is, like, good. I can communicate what I need to communicate, and then that's that. But I don't know. Like, I think about when we taught that workshop together um, jump years ago, and I was like, yeah, okay, we can hang out. I mean, Aaron and I are friends now, and Aaron and I were connected through the Springer and you, and we've become friends. We hang out when yeah. you're not around sometimes. So Yeah. You know, right. I like right. to hope that in years, Adam, we will be friends all right scott Even says jeff is not around scott says up for a challenge riding the razor's edge of relationship damaging <laughs> arguments it really is <laughs> i it agree really is. well and sarah i would like to i'd like to offer something up that i don't think sarah would offer on her own and sarah if i am saying speaking out of turn we will cut this out of the show huh. of, of every version well, of the i don't show. i don't care you can say whatever but <laughs> I don't during care. the during the <laughs> challenge during the course of the challenge um which honestly, my initial impression was, well, this is a pretty tame challenge. Okay, they're just talking to each other. But <laughs> when uh, when we would go to bed, sometimes, and you have those moments where you're just talking to your person, she would say, mm-hmm. "What if he doesn't like me? Like, what if we have this conversation, and he mm-hmm. genuinely, and he doesn't like me? Like, and I'm not. And I mean, he and that's okay. Be friends, what do, what do I do? It was not okay in the moment that you were talking to me about it." You, no, you were, it was not. You were because you, you know were very, you seemed very to you genuinely and... raw and and well, people generally don't like about me. That's it. why. <laughs> well, I understand. I mean, I you know, um, and so I just I thought that was you know I, I don't mean to share too much, but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, uh, that that would what, be what? even a concern at, at this point. But I I kind of I get right. it. But I get it because of the hypothesis. Well, don't all we right, all want to be liked? You know, like well, yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. I, I mean, I I feel I feel uh, the way we're wired. Yes, we need to we need that approval from people. Jeff may not. I mean, I mean Fuck everybody them. needs it. To, every yes, everybody needs it to some extent. And so I think Jeff is maybe a little less uh, dependent upon that type of um, no, acknowledgement. No, no, it's, it's called a uh, what's the word? Uh, a lie. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> Acting. Yeah. Well, but anyway, I to, I just thought it was interesting that it. Go ahead, yeah. Adam. Go ahead. To be to be clear, I'm not saying that I I'm not saying I don't like you. That's and so I I hope that what I just said doesn't no. <laughs> isn't taken that way. But if the question was if the question was yeah. right, I don't I don't know. And again, because I I haven't lived where you are, other than very briefly, right at the very beginning. So I right. I. I don't well, want to also an age this podcast. Gap. There's also Ma- shut up, Jeff. Shut up. I I don't want <laughs> I don't want to leave this podcast. I don't want anyone to leave this podcast with hurt feelings because I don't have no. I have I'm a not... need. I have a need to be liked. <laughs> I don't have no. It's not hurt feelings. It's uh, okay. I like because I think you're a very good and genuine person, and I think. Um, I think we're we're bound together now because we're you know with Jeff. But... <laughs> I must not be a good and genuine but... person because I was just thinking ah, I have successfully <laughs> stirred the pot. 
Are you not but, entertained, Internet? But I am not. <laughs> but I'm not upset because yeah. um, you being blunt and being honest is how I would have said it, and well, so good. I don't take I don't take offense to that because I know I say things and people take it the wrong way when I'm just I'm just trying to be honest. So I'm not offended or well, good. I, I mean, I got... agree because we are so. Then we've got that. <laughs> experience you know like yeah. i mean i remember you as an instructor when i was a not instructor and um yeah. you know and i have certain memories of you but like we all the other times i interacted with you it was more in a professional manner so sure i don't know and i'm you know i'm horrible at maintaining relationships so i don't know I don't know. Well, let me tell you a little story about Adam. So, I remember because uh, Adam and I, Adam is a, a little bit older than I, so he was in school before I was. Even though, didn't you transfer from somewhere? I did because I was, yeah, I was, I went to like the junior college in my hometown for three years because I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. And so it took three years for me to figure out that CSU was where I needed to be. <laughs> right. So he yeah. was there. And I was there, and we were in college at the same time. And I remember thinking, he's so mysterious. And I remember thinking, I don't think he likes me. I wish he liked me. That would be nice. I think I would like to be friends with him. I don't think that's going to happen, though. He's, he's, he's got his people. He's, he's doing his thing in his world. That, that ivory tower. This is before the beard. Now it's a bearded ivory tower. Um, and, uh, and I just remember feeling that, uh, that I, I had a f- good feeling about this individual, but I think I would have made, I think I made a, would have made, a, I think I was making a similar assumption about Adam as Adam would have made about Sarah in this imaginary universe where you had met on your own. Like, oh, there's a person. Okay. I'm sure they're neat, but I don't ever see how we're, uh, that those worlds are ever going to connect in any way so i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing and they'll keep doing what they're doing and whatever like i have no reason to to dislike this person but like i don't know that we'll ever have any like there's no reason there's never a reason to assume that you are going to have a very strong friendship with a total stranger because like when you watch a a prequel right and you know that they're all gonna come together at some point um yeah you know you're watching a bad prequel when the characters that are in it realize that. <laughs> you know? And when you think about, if you really examine the relationships in your lives, and you've, you've got to think about how many of them were complete happenstance, how many of them were people that maybe you really not only thought you weren't going to have anything to do with, but perhaps for some people even actively disliked and and misunderstood. And, and there might be relationships, it might be worth looking at the relationships in, in your lives everyone and saying you know what where did those start again (laughs) and maybe take that fresh eye to who's around you now and be open to the possibility that you just never know who's who they'll be to you one day Mm -hmm. anyway yeah don't shut yourself off that's the nutshell version (laughs) (laughs) don't don't shut yourself off can we just we'll just do adam's one-liner podcast so if you didn't watch up for a challenge number 10 Here's the one-liner. <laughs> Don't shut yourself off. Don't be a hermit. Click. <laughs> Click. 
<laughs> Go to your social interactions. <laughs> Go out. Talk to people. Go. Right. Why are you living in your in your cave? <laughs> um, was there anything uh, was there anything else about the, the challenge or, or observations or um Sarah, I don't know if you got to say everything that you were looking to say about what happened this week or or Adam, I don't know if I don't want to cut no. any trailing no, thoughts I think, off. I just thought we'd move, I mean, I think we covered move it. Move it along yeah. a little bit. I think we got it all out. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, then I'll do a little segue here. Um, this is our last show of the season. Um, uh, Penultimate. I, I, pen, no. 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 <laughs> Isn't that what it means? Um, the one before no, that? No, the, because the our New Year's show is going to be Assembler. It's going to be um, yeah, U4C and uh, Art Technique together. Whatever. It's, it's all the same thing. thing. I'll be blah, the only blah, taco blah. in a hot dog stand. Oh, my. Oh, my. You don't know. <laughs> Adam might undergo a major life change between now and then. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole week. I got a whole week. And now his heart is open and yeah. we're all going to yeah. meet new people. And yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, I guess the you flip know. side of that is think of the people that you like now that you might hate later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess that happens, too. I forget about that. Um, uh, anyway, so, yeah, so this is the last show of the season. Uh, we will do uh, The Assembler uh, sometime in the New Year's-ish time frame. I don't know when yet. I don't know if there will be a live part of that, and probably not a live part of that, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Scott will be bringing his girlfriend from Canada. <laughs> um, I love Canada. Major life changes. Major life changes all around. <laughs> and uh, and so we'll put that up whenever that whenever that happens. Um, but before we uh, we wrap up the show for the year, uh, are there any um, thoughts or challenges or per- maybe personal challenges for yourselves uh, or for the world at large going into mm-hmm. the new year? Mm-hmm. I won't call them resolutions. Mm. Okay. Uh, my personal challenge to uh, we're we're getting into an election year. Um, vote, just vote. I I I want you to vote for my people, but that seems selfish. So I'll just say vote. Mm-hmm. Go out and vote. <laughs> That's good. Um, Sarah, do you have any kind of uh, challenge for the new year? I do for myself. Um, I want to work on um, getting strong, um, like like getting uh, strength, like weight training or whatever. But like inner strength, whatever that means, just getting stronger in in learning new stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Uh, I think my challenge uh, to myself and I think to to everyone uh, would just be finish something. Finish. Something big, something that uh, you could be remembered for after you're dead. Like take it like to that a level. like a steak, like a food challenge. Hmm. So so you're saying that after you're dead, there will be legends of the time that you uh, boa constricted that snake. Yep. I mean steak. <laughs> Whichever. Uh, I I remember when Adam detached his jaw. <laughs> And slid it down my warm gullet. (laughs) (laughs) And then walked around motionless for three days because he had to digest. Anyway, so that's my challenge. Finish something. 
finish okay. something, and I'll start That's a good uh, one. by finishing this podcast for the year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, go do something big and 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 actually finish it, and uh, and I think that will be that will be exciting because then 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 you can sleep sleep happy. Uh, we should move on to sign offs. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I'm Jeff, and uh, first. <laughs> Uh, I'm Sarah Lynn, and I'm going on tour to maybe not make connections. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I am Adam, and um, I don't know something Star Trekky since we talked about. Oh it a yeah, lot. that's right. Um, we do. We do. Uh, let's see here. Uh, can't use uh, the... the internet. The final frontier. These are the podcasts of Up for a Challenge. It's continuing mission to seek out new dares and new things to do to boldly go where no one has gone before. Except that good? us mm-hmm. last season. <laughs> oh. All right. That's Failing good. is learning. That's good. Yay. Failing is part of the process. <laughs> Fail boldly. Fail boldly. Fail boldly. Fail boldly. Be bold. Be brave. <laughs> All, All right. right. Stopping broadcast.